Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I just started programming back in Russia. And that was the first year when I really tried coding in C. And I was like, oh my God, like I can do this my entire life. I think that's the moment I realized like that's that's what I'm going to be doing. And then I got here and uh, I didn't get into any university or college yet. And I was like, well, shit, what do I do? I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup. And you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of the show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech podcast episode shout out goes to Abel Hernandez. Abel Hernandez, thank you so much for engaging with us on the We Are LA Tech Instagram. We appreciate you. Be sure to say hello to Abel Hernandez on Instagram at Abel Product. That's A-B-E-L-P-R-O-D-U-C-T. Tell him you found him via We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Hey, it's Wednesday, and I'm just at the Santa Monica Stairs focusing on recovery. I gave... Almost like a master class at Outsight last night in Venice. If you guys don't know Outsight, they're uh, a nomadic living environment around the world with these really cool houses and co-living amongst like-minded people who are entrepreneurs and creatives. It's really, really cool. And I did a podcasting intimate experience called the... Um, well, I wanted it to be like a podcasting roundtable, and it was just really, really cool. Um, I find that I feel most connected to small numbers of people, which is you guys gather this from the We Are LA Tech Experience Club. I, I really love those intimate settings, so I much prefer an experience with, you know, eight people over like a hundred something where you just get lost in the crowd. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel socially awkward sometimes or maybe just like too much. And if it's a, if it's a bunch of people, then I don't know just how to operate or who to talk to, or sometimes it's a little bit intimidating. And when it's just a small number of people, I feel like, I don't know, it's like this kumbaya experience where we all, you know, create uh, the energy together. Um, anyway, so knowing that I exerted so much energy last night, making sure that I take time for myself to look out for me today and recharge. That's a little bit about my day. I'm really excited for you guys to check out the next We Are LA Tech episode. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me at Esprit Devora on Twitter and on Instagram. And I will talk to you guys later. Enjoy the episode. Bye. 
we are LA Tech Podcast, celebrating LA tech companies and talent and showcasing the best of the best so you guys can quickly immerse yourself into the LA tech community and culture. And recently I discovered an awesome new show called Broke But Not Broken, and we have the co-hosts on. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, so my name is Kirill, and uh, I've been working in the startup uh, community full-time uh, for uh, a little more than a year. Uh, and me and my brother were also hosting uh, a new podcast called Broke Not Broken, where we discuss startups which failed uh, with uh, their founders or the insiders and figure out the reasons why they failed. And like, basically, we do the analysis of uh, the failures. Yeah, my name is Konstantin Dubovsky and uh, I work in finance. So as Kirill said, we're hosting a podcast called Broke Not Broken, where we actually look at the dark side of the startup industry. While all the medias are screaming how this can lead you to be a billionaire, multi-billionaire, etc. We tell you how it can turn you into a homeless guy. Not literally, <laughs> of course, but I mean, you get the point. And you guys have even done a hackathon together. Tell me a little bit about that. When was that? How long ago? That was actually, I think, a year ago. We've cycled through three projects since that. Uh, I mean, the side projects, you know, that we've been trying to get off the ground. And that first one started uh, at a hackathon. Was it? LA Hacks? Okay. Angel Hacks. Angel Hacks. Angel Hacks, but in LA. Angel Hacks has is hosting a lot of hackathons in different cities around mm-hmm. the globe, and we just went to the LA one. And what we've built there was uh, essentially a software which you were able to dial uh, any phone number, and we would uh, transcribe your speech into text and then synthesize it, and then actually you would have the conversation not with your own voice. So basically it's... Uh, anonymity-oriented software, and we presented there, and we got some VC guy invested, uh, no, not invested, interested. Yeah. Yeah. It's just two similar w- words, you know? So he was interested. Hey, invested, interested, same thing. <laughs> Almost, you know, that's that's what we One thought. One's just missing the money. <laughs> yeah, so he got interested, and we decided to uh, keep pursuing the project, and uh, that was the project that kind of, like, started us into the whole, like, community of... Uh, trying to, we started going to the meetup. I mean, we're going to talk about more of the stuff, but that's the first project. Yeah, talk about it. Go for it. So yeah, it was just the first project. You know, we were really excited because we thought that we're definitely getting the money. Like that was, that was what's, what was on our minds that we're going to get. We were shooting for like around like a hundred to like 150K, uh, like the seed funding from a VC guy. Like personally, so it was already like somewhat crazy looking back at it. It was a little crazy hopes, but that's all we knew. You know, we heard the guy, we had a couple of meetings, seemed to be still interested. And he made a couple of promises that, um, you know, we're going to, you're going to do this and then you're going to get essentially the, the initial seed so you can build it out completely. And, and then how it all ended, I'm just going to cut that project, which is, uh, I built the, the application for iOS. And we tried releasing it to the App Store and they declined us saying that we basically cannot according to their uh, policies. Right. And I mean, go figure, like we call from a unknown number with a like robotic synthesized voice. There's like no way essentially to track who called it. Right. There's no way to like say, you know, to prove anything almost. So and they, they in the rules, it says that you cannot do this. And and how did you feel being in the hackathon and how, what kind of activity did you do to help propel the project forward? Um, actually, being at the hackathon, that was my literally my first hackathon that I participated in. 
And as Creel already said, I got there by an accident because his friend dropped out. And it was my first presentation on stage in front of like what, uh, maybe 50 people. I nearly got a heart attack. <laughs> so it was kind of a fun experience. And then how I helped the project move on. First of all, I was keeping in touch with the investor, trying to figure out what the hell did he expect us to do. Also, I was in charge of uh, getting to the accelerator program, which was provided by Angel Hacks again. So I was basically just communicating with uh, all the people that supported us. And by that, I was supporting us. <laughs> and tell us about Broke But Not Broken. Where did that idea come from? So this idea initially came from Kirill because he's the one who's generating a shit ton of ideas and I'm the one who is actually converting them into something sensible. <laughs> <laughs> so Kirill that. just kept talking about making a podcast and about how podcasts are the trend now and we should get involved into it too. And then I just figured out that making something like Broke Not Broken and discussing startups that fail would be interesting for us and maybe interesting for other people because I haven't seen someone else doing the same thing. So we just started from that point. And I did come up with the name too. So that's my he generation. came up with the I name. Like the that's name. true. I like the name. And obviously with your accents, you're not from here. So when did you move to LA and from where? So yeah, we moved four years ago. We moved from uh, Russia, Moscow. Did you move here with your parents or just the, both of you? With, with parents, yeah. And first of all, what has it been like to be in L.A. and how has the L.A. tech community supported you in becoming the developer you are? When I first got here, I started my journey off uh, in iOS development. Right. So uh, the way I, I got started, I just started programming back in Russia. I've been yeah. programming there for a year. And that was the first year when I really tried coding in C. And it was just in my university. And I really enjoyed the data structures course. And it was like pretty hardcore, meaning that like they really explained us a lot of like very fundamental stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like I can do this my entire life. Yeah. And that's when like, I, th I think that's the moment I realized like that's that's what I'm going to be doing. And then I got here and uh, I didn't get into any university or college yet. And I was like, well, shit, what do I do? Like, I kind of remember like I, I really enjoyed coding. So let me just do that. But I don't right. really want to write like command line yeah, applications yeah, yeah. that are just like really doing nothing and just for my joy totally. like I want to do something useful and I went to and did the course on uh, I think it was like Treehouse or something it's yeah and they have a couple of courses and somehow I landed there right. I have no idea how I landed there but I landed there so I really liked that course I got into iOS development and then I started going to meetups and that's how I found the first project to work on in that space and I mean then I got into uh, college then it kind of slowed down a little bit and then I'm back into the development. And then once uh, we went to that hackathon, that's when the startup actually bringing the projects from, oh, I had fun for like a couple of days to, okay, screw this, next. Yeah. Uh, that's when we switched to uh, kind of like trying to actually find the product market fit and like try to get investment. And you just had a meeting with a venture capitalist. What do you think people who aren't in finance are missing in talking to people of finance? How is the conversation different? Like, what are we missing in talking if, if we don't have a financial mind, if we're more the creative or the engineer, but we're not the finance person? Stick around. We'll be right back after the break. 
The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. You just had a meeting with a venture capitalist. What do you think people who aren't in finance are missing in talking to people of finance? How is the conversation different? Like, what are we missing in talking if if we don't have a financial mind, if we're more the creative or the engineer, but we're not the finance person? I haven't really been to many of such conversations where people who are not in finance talk to finance people, to VCs. <laughs> I only saw how my brother does it, and it's just awful. <laughs> uh, the problem here is that uh, since he doesn't know uh, anything but coding, pretty much, <laughs> he starts true. getting into details of the project that he is developing. He talks about what code is he using, about all the software that he's trying to develop and just all those programming super extra unnecessary details. Right. And he's missing one major point. He doesn't tell anything about the project itself. So, yeah. So what should we be saying? What does it look like to have a, an effective conversation? Um, It's pretty hard to summarize everything that VCs are looking for in just a couple sentences, but pretty much... You need to show both your go-to-market strategies and your longer vision. So they're looking for both ability to look forward and understand what are you expecting from your product in like five years and also to understand what are you going to do with your product tomorrow. Right. So it has to be the combination of the long vision and the short vision of tomorrow. Definitely. And you have a full-time job now in the tech world. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and what that's been like? Uh, I work at Pad Exchange, and we're a real estate discounted brokerage, and we are the competitors to Redfin. And how did you even find it? So this is interesting because I've been uh, mentioning meetups, and I just went to one meetup with actually another brother of mine, and I just got really involved into this conversation yeah. about this one language I really like, which is Elm, by the way. Uh, Elm? Elm, yes. Nice. Uh, so I, I've just been playing around with it and I was just talking to it's some other developer. It's a coding language, by the way, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking to another developer about it and the girlfriend of the current CTO yeah, yeah. of my company yeah. was passing by and she heard Elm yeah. and she knows that he's interested in Elm. No way! And That's she's so like, hey, hey, go talk to this guy. And no. he, he comes up uh, and he just kind of like joins the conversation and we just start talking and he's like, hey, by the way, we're kind of looking for interns. Like, I'm having a very hard yeah. time developing all this shit. Yeah. And uh, I, I think I got hired, like, within a week, essentially. And now, are you still an intern, or have you escalated uh, out of intern status? I've I've moved from internship after the first quarter, because yeah. I was still in school right. when I was doing that. And uh, so I moved to uh, the first part-time. Yeah. And then full-time, I've been doing this for... About half a year. And what's your role? What's the name of your role? Uh, so my, my role is a cross-platform mobile developer. And, and do you love it? Like, do you feel like a kid at a can store that you get to work on this every day? Yeah, pretty much. I, I really like the language specifically that uh, we're using. And also, I, I like both the, the front end and the back end. So, like, I think I don't really have much care on, like, what part of the project uh, to work on. 
basically as a developer, I think almost like any task you can make it uh, fun. As long so as you can I'm be pretty, involved. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, if it's not the same task all the time, which is pretty much like never the same. Yeah. I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm chilling at work, you know, I'm having fun. And what's your favorite part about working with an LA tech company? What I like is that uh, I really was looking forward to uh, work within a company where yeah. we're using very new stuff, like very new frameworks. And we are very, we are using very like cutting edge stuff, which is very interesting for me to work with. I've never had experience with this specific language. And we're using F Sharp, by the way, for the front end. And the language has a couple of features that no other language currently has. Maybe they do, but like not to this extent of support. Yeah. For me, it just kind of blows my mind because I was like, well, everyone has to have this. You know, right, like right. after I tried this, it's kind of like I've, I have, I will probably have trouble going from this language yeah. to others because I'm going to be missing those features. Using them brings me joy. Cool. And then does your brother working in tech inspire you to want to get more involved in the tech world? Being on the fine. I mean, now that you've dabbled in in our hackathons and uh, gotten a little taste of the culture. That's probably right. He initially inspired me. And now we're just like both inspiring each other. I don't know how to say that properly. But right now we can just like work individually. I would still work in startup field. So uh, even without my brother. Totally. Which hopefully will never happen. I mean, you guys are co-hosting the show. It's broke, but not broken. No, broke, broke not, not broken. broken. Yeah, broke, no, not but. broken. And how can we find the show? Just YouTube, broke, not broken. And I oh. think ideally you want to merge all the words, you know. Because that's how yeah. developers name things. You know, you just have a solid thing with no like spaces. camel case or like underscore whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's no space. And what kind of guests have you had on so far? So uh, we're not disclosing their names again. Uh, so uh, first, our, our first guest was the founder of coders.com. Maybe someone of you who are listening to this have been coding a long time ago because this company bankrupted back in 2008. It, it was actually not bankrupt. It was acquired by Black Duck. And this company had over 30,000 daily users and still failed. So this case Whoa. was just super interesting for us to That is discover. interesting. Yeah. And another one, I don't remember the exact metrics of the company, but it was pretty big as well. And it's still bankrupted because of the lawsuit from uh, Craigslist for over $60 million Whoa. for data scrapping. So it was pretty intense as well. So these are all companies that you would think were on the path to mega success and then just like lost it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's really interesting. So it's not just your typical like startup failure. It's they weren't a failure and then somehow it didn't work out anyway. Yeah. It makes me think, what's that company? Is it Ship? I think it's Ship, you know, S-H-Y-P. I feel like that's what it was called. It was a San Francisco company and it was amazing and they scaled too fast and had to go out of business. Yeah. Or even in the old days, there was a music company called Tower Records and they did really well and then they scaled internationally too fast. And so they ended up losing all their stores. And it, it's just really interesting when you think that like success is like on lock and then it's never actually on lock. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I always like to ask, is there a tech company or person you've come across recently for both of you? Um, and you could answer individually that's really impressed you. It could be a company, an app, or it could be a person that you've met. It's actually a pretty cool company called Exact Note. Exact Note. Exact Note. Yeah. yeah Sounds really familiar. What do they do? Uh, they're doing web annotation. You're just researching one topic. Right. You create a folder in your personal account. 
let's say, um, flowers. Yeah. And then you go through all those articles on the web and you highlight, just click annotate and it automatically puts it into that folder. Yeah. And after you're done, you can share this folder with another person in your team who is researching the same topic and just nice. doesn't want to go over the same articles to find the same exactly things that you found. Exactly. It's just one of the no. implications. And where are they in LA? Do you know? Santa Monica. In Santa Monica? Yeah. We see the founder every Sunday at LA New Tech Meetup. LA and New Tech Meetup. And he's just a great person. I just love him. And is it, it's exactnote.com? Yeah. Cool. And how, what's one that you've come across? I don't think I remember his name. For, that's first of all. <laughs> but most of my like recent network updates has been coming from uh, the same uh, meetup my brother has mentioned, uh, which is LA uh, New Tech. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting how he said that he went from the biggest companies to like the smaller companies. Right. So meaning that he started off like working at Google, then like scaling down a little bit. And then he ended up being like one of the very first employee, like employees uh, right. at uh, a startup that has grown. And he is a developer. And it was just interesting to see this like approach to the career. Yeah. Because like I need to think about my career as well. You know, like how do I decide to distribute between like the company sizes the company stages like right. do I want startups do I want more like established businesses and blah 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 so it was just interesting to listen to to the way he did it and unfortunately we only had like one conversation but I mean that's just the person the local person who I think about except for uh the CTO of my company and we'll include all the notes to this to the meetup and to exact note in the show notes so be sure to check there so you can check speaking of where can people find you where how can they connect with each of you are you on twitter or linkedin or for us you can just google my name and it will show up my profiles on linkedin um, some, can you spell your name for everybody it's k o n s t a n t i n D-U-B-O-V-I-T-S-K-I-Y. I'm sorry for it being so long. I'm just rushing, you know. Well included in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there are some notes, some of my articles about the financial crisis that I see upcoming. On your website? Uh, no, it's actually on, I Is forgot Medium? where I posted. On Medium, that's right. On Medium. Okay, yeah. cool. So we'll include your Medium link there. And how about how about yours? So I've been just thinking to like write an article forever, but all my articles... And ideas for articles end up on uh, in my Google Docs, but never posted, never finished. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have I have a GitHub, uh, so I don't have like too many. Exci- oh, you know what? I've been working on this. Are uh, you on LinkedIn? Yes, I am on. LinkedIn. Okay, so people could reach out via LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you spell your name for everybody? So uh, K I R I L L D U B O V I T S K I Y. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. If we could do anything to support you in your success, what would that be? Just criticize the podcast, goddammit. <laughs> do not criticize the podcast, please. Uh, we're good with Chris. You know, we're actually, we would like to hear some news stories about failed companies. I mean, we get some guests, but mostly people are not really happy to talk about their failures. So it's of kind course. of hard to find people talk about sometimes. and then also some uh some people who claim like very interesting story it ends up being without revenue 
yeah. like we've been we've tried like a couple of projects and we don't feel yeah. like it's worthy talking about it yeah because it's just like it's not like it's just like you were not struggling exactly. you know totally. like that's it <laughs> totally totally um and if people are the right potential guests where should they connect with you to apply um, just message me because Kirill doesn't really read his messages okay. or email or anything else sounds like every developer exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> I'm on the financial side so please contact me you have my name probably yeah uh, so yeah, just reach out to me and uh, we'll chat. Perfect. Thank you so much. If you guys want to connect and collaborate with more incredible people in the Los Angeles tech industry, be sure to go to the We Are LA Tech Facebook group. At the We Are LA Tech Facebook group, you can see all the amazing events, awesome job opportunities, and even housing with other LA tech people on the Facebook group at wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. I will talk to you guys. See you guys here. You guys in the next episode. Bye. My name is Kirill. I work on the project called ghostrhymer.com and we're trying to help upcoming artists to come up with the text for their songs. I'm located in Santa Monica. My name is Konstantin Dubovitsky. I'm the co-founder of ghostrhymer.com, which is a project that helps you create rhymed lyrics and also a co-host at Broke Not Broken, located in the Valley. And you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. We're so proud of what we've created with the We Are LA Tech podcast. To be a part of our journey with us, if you'd like to donate, go to wearelatech.fm. That's wearelatech.fm, and you can find our donation link at the top right of the page. Thank you so much for supporting us in our journey and helping fuel us moving forward for each and every episode. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes by Carl Marty. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.